Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I'm the six to his nine, Michael Howard. Nice. 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 Michael, how are you, my friend? I am very warm. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's, uh, I, well, you know, Michael, two weeks ago you were crying. Oh, no. I'm, I know. I'm chest deep in snow. I'm a big old cold baby and hey, now i was a very cold boy and now i'm a very warm boy because it finally got hot enough to turn on the air conditioning and then i did and then it did not blow out cold air so oh, you did you did it bad it's i i did a bad or it did a bad or whatever but it is hot as a monkey's taint right now that sounds hot actually uh Weirdly enough, it's going to be hotter in Chicago than it is in Atlanta tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, well, Michael, you were in my town mm-hmm. this I was. weekend. It's nice seeing you. Um, you know, I'm glad we didn't try to record this episode. No, I mean, the, you know, once bitten, twice shy, or fool me four times, however many times we've lost Lose episodes. four podcast episodes because we're morons. Yeah. Fool me Three times? Nope. I won't be fooled again. <laughs> I won't be fooled again. Yeah, well, Michael, you mentioned that in your hometown, it is hotter than a monkey's taint, mm-hmm. which makes me laugh very much, though. <laughs> um, what's your favorite euphemism for, for hot? What's your go-to? Like, if it's, something, if it's too hot or too cold, extreme weather conditions. I mean, I used to go with the, the hottest balls. Yeah. Um. When I was younger, and then you know we adjusted it to hot as ball, in you know solidarity Honor. with our good friend Matt, who lost uh, his right lefty. Um, but I don't know. Now I just now I just say I'm hot as, and then I just whatever comes out of my mouth, it just happens to be it. Like it could be something good, like monkey's tainer. I could be like, it's hot as a rooster tail and then it doesn't make any sense but people know they still know how to see biscuits whiskers um yeah no i'm uh i i'm usually just like why hot is it as always a, an animal i think it's just easy because we we think that animals are like active and like you know get and I, I also think it's so i've heard a lot like our friend dave says when it's cold out it's pretty common so it'll he'll say it's colder than a witch's tit out here mm, which yeah I never really knew why witches would be colder than your average person, but, you know, that's their cross to bear in addition to being, you know, horrible crones. <laughs> I usually go with um, something about how my nipples could cut glass, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's really just a personal problem. That's not, that's not describing the, the environment. But, Michael, <laughs> anyway, apparently... One curious man set out to answer just how cold is cold as hell or hot as hell or hot as balls or cold as balls. Because I I do say balls or cold as fuck. I use those interchangeably for hot or cold. Um, So apparently uh, Jim Webb, a web developer in Washington, (laughs) D.C. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Webb, the web developer. God. (laughs) He developed a program in his free time just to analyze tweets that correlated phrases associated with temperature extremes and the temperatures in the locations and dates from which people posted. So every time someone really smart, 
Yeah, it's pretty good. So every time someone tweeted using a phrase like cold as fuck, he geolocated the tweet and napped the real-time temperature from, like, the, I think it was just weather.com's APIs. So... Uh, he collected about 5,400 tweets from August 2017 to January 2018, which I think he did miss out on the coldest months of the year by not going through February or yeah, March. Yeah, you got to go into February because that's yeah. when people, not only is it cold, but people are starting to get fed up with winter. So they're going to come up with better euphemisms. Right. So he he found a range of temperatures and for expressions uh, colder than Mars reached down to negative seven degrees Fahrenheit, which I think at that point you're not going outside. So you don't have to be as creative as how cold you're actually saying it is. So like colder than Mars, just like, okay, I'm not going to walk outside. And I saw the Martian recently. So I'm going to tweet about it. I've literally never heard anyone say that. No, never. Um, but again, I don't really, but it could also people. be hotter than Mars. Cause right. Like it doesn't have an atmosphere. So when it's pointing at the sun, isn't it pretty warm? Probably. Hot as Mars. <laughs> Top temp on Mars. Let's see. Yeah, no, it's, uh, well, uh, nope. <laughs> on average, the temperature on Mars is about 80, minus 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. <laughs> Near the poles, it gets down to 195, minus 195 degrees. Uh, yeah, okay, yep. I ruined that one. Blew that one. Uh, well, hey. Temperature on Mars may reach a high of about 70 degrees Fahrenheit. So okay. at noon, at the equator, in summer. <laughs> it is hotter than Mars right now. Right now, yeah. Um, so, and on the upper end, hot as dick, which is another one of my favorite ones. 92 <laughs> degrees, which... Not quite. Not the thing quite. Is, well, yeah, I guess it could so, be. So he, he broke this out, and he added a median temperature to the tweets, so... Would you care to guess how cold cold as fuck is? Ooh, uh, man, if it's below like 20, I'm probably giving it the cold as fuck. Okay. What what do you think is colder? Cold as fuck or cold as balls? Ooh. Or cold as shit. So the thing is, is that like, when it's, when I say it's cold as balls, what I mean by that is not that like, I think that balls are cold. I'm saying like, it is so cold that it hurts my balls. Right. My balls are cold. Yes. Which they're normally nice and toasty. Right. And so I don't know warm. if I'd ever say cold as fuck. I'd say hot as fuck. Well, that's because you... So I think this might... And these numbers bear out. First of all, none of the people who talk about how warm it is live in Florida. I can guarantee mm, that. Yeah. Because I'll 92 is just like a normal day. I'll say this. I'm going to guess that at least... Three quarters of the people who who tweet about the median temperature being cold as fuck, cold as shit, cold as hell, or cold as balls, all of them live in Florida. Mm. Because those numbers skew high. <laughs> so would you care to guess which is coldest? Fuck, shit, hell, or balls? Oh, probably fuck, because that's the harshest word, I think. Uh, it's That's the second coldest at 41 degrees Fahrenheit. That is not nearly cold enough to be cold as fuck. None of these are actually below freezing. Yeah, if it's not below freezing, it is not cold as anything. You want to know the only the only three below freezing? You, we've heard one of them. Cold as Mars, colder than, right? Colder than colder Mars, Mars, negative seven. Colder than a witch's tit, 25 degrees. I would love to know the etymology of that one. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, while you search, Michael... 
Would you care to guess what the number three most used and extreme cold phrase is? Uh, it's at 28 degrees. Colder than... And I want you to think about the people who are probably a little mm. bit colder than you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Colder what... than an Eskimo? No. So, and, and maybe what sort of denomination and like niceness these people might be. Col- colder than a moose knuckle? Cold as heck. Uh, <laughs> just cold as heck out here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, that's, okay, that's a bunch of Fargo-ins, basically. Colder than a mouse stealing ice cream from a freezer. Colder than one of those fish underneath the ice <laughs> when you go ice fishing. Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, so origin of colder than a witch's tit. Uh, so they they presume that it's because a witch would be in league with Satan, and presumably has no maternal feelings. Thus, the medium by which she would suckle a child is well cold as a witch's tit. That's so dumb though, because if you're in the if you're in league with that that horrible horrible devil, I I assume you're imbued with some sort of hellfire and brimstone. Mm-hmm. Should be hotter than a witch's tit. Because you're just shooting straight molten fire down that that babe. Well, maybe it's like you kind of associate witches with kind of like um, that whole like hippie free spirit Wiccan thing, and they they're all, they don't always wear like all the clothes, you know. Right. And so like they're out in the woods at night, they're doing their their shit, and it's very cold out there. So those witches' tits are very cold. The witches and warlock tits. But again, they're Freezing. brewing potions over a big old fire, big old cauldron. Well, Probably that's why they than... have the fire, though, is so because their tits are so cold. Also, they're brewing all those good potions. Yeah, but that is true. Warm tit potions. <laughs> One second. Warm tit. <laughs> well, that's if the episode wasn't called nice, it would be. <laughs> 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 okay. I did see someone on uh, on Reddit. The full expression from the south might actually just be colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra. <laughs> I just saw that one and also cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Now see this is where I think it's I think the south really embellishes these quotes to a degree that they need like they need to really be good. Uh because one of the ones for warmth is uh in the article it just says because it's from Mashable. It just talks about Hotter than two rats. I think the full phrase is hotter than two rats fucking in a pillowcase. <laughs> that would be very warm. Also, uh, probably a lot of blood, which. So, I mean, you know, it's at also least 98 points. Sexy point. as hell. Oh, uh, just uh, so hot. Uh, uh. Actually, apparently, <laughs> apparently the. Uh, the coldest phrase that this man recorded, but I think only heard once, was colder than a booger. <laughs> colder than a booger. And two rats was the hottest one recorded. Would you care to guess the three preceding it? We already talked about witches and who they were in league with, so that's that's a hint for you. So, wait, so colder, colder than two rats, or hotter than two rats? So slightly, slightly cooler than two rats. Still very hot, but slightly cooler than two rats fucking in a pillow. So, case. so hotter than hell. 
or hotter than hell was actually pretty low on the list hell was uh hell was a a balmy 85 degrees oh come on by the way none of these temperatures breached 92 which again none of these a-holes have ever been to florida in summer that's all i'm gonna say on yeah like was no one in in phoenix tweeting because i mean it gets to be like 120 degrees and Every I mean, day. the article notes that uh, human testicles are actually a a brisk 97 degrees on a good day, mm-hmm. which again. And here's the thing. Speaking of Florida, the thing about hot balls, <laughs> it's not the heat. Again, this is just a, uh, you know, a Florida weather thing. It's not the heat that kills you. It's mm. the humidity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any good Floridian boy knows. And I actually I assume for the same thing for ladies it's just it's just a mess down there (laughs) it's all bad so it's like it should be like hotter than balls in a florida summer something i'm trying to think of something about like a human is a slip and slide (laughs) something around those lungs so this is this is interesting that this guy took it basically had this thought and then took it to the logical conclusion of grabbing data from from, from social media because well, back when back i think in high school probably like late high school for like senior year um good friend matt and i spent an entire day at least a day probably longer than that over the course of us over um you know this entire time we were doing this internship discussing what exactly like how hot hot as balls is Okay. Or like cold as balls. Um, but we didn't have the we didn't the have data. Twitter. We didn't have any right. data. We just had basically empirical evidence of how hot our balls felt at right. any particular moment. And so were you having this discussion in, in summer or winter? I'm very curious. Uh it was I believe it was summer. Okay. So I think this is the fundamental flaw in the Twitter data that you guys may have run into. I think when it's hot. You're just going to complain to your friend like, Mm -hmm. oh, because it's a commiseration thing. It's hot as fuck. It's hot as balls. My boys are swimming. (laughs) They're they're in the lazy river. When it's cold, you're you're locked in your house or you're, you know, in an Uber by yourself. And you're like, you've just experienced an intense feeling. Although, again, it was only 40 degrees for most of these people. So who knows? (laughs) Very intense. You're just by yourself, and you're like, you're, you know, I'm going to fire off a tweet on how fucking cold it is. When it's hot out, you're off doing things. You're outside, maybe playing a little beach volleyball, probably, drinking That's some true. ocean potion. That's true. And, um, yeah. Or you're in the pool, and you can't tweet from the pool. You're not tweeting from the pool. You can't tweet from the beach, get sand everywhere. So, so I'm wearing as few clothes as possible. I don't have, I don't have pockets for my phone. It's in my bag. It's, That's it's a good point. The, so you yeah. have your phone on you when it's cold. But it is hard to tweet with those gloves on. Although at 41 degrees, it's probably not wearing if, gloves. Again, at 41 degrees, it's not that fucking cold. So I think that's a fundamental flaw in this data. Because it's not that... Obviously, it's not even that cold. So again, I think all the winter people are from, from Florida. They got the <laughs> one day hitting 40. They're like, oh, God, I'm dying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of ocean potions, Bud Light Limes, uh, one time... I went to see, uh, it was a Bare Naked Ladies concert at Northern okay. Island here in Chicago. Uh, this is like probably like three years ago, four years ago. So like in the prime of Bare Naked Ladies. Sure, sure. Yeah. They're good. The like good old days. 2014, the good old yep. days. 
Wait, did you see 2014 was the the heyday? The heyday of, of bare naked ladies. You think that was when bare naked ladies <laughs> was at their peak? That was that was peak bare naked ladies? Um, so you you think they're in their mid decline? Yeah, they haven't. <laughs> okay, and and Ben Folds opened for them. Who was he was he wasn't quite at his peak, but he was on his way there. Um, in 2014, in you 2014, say. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure you understand how peaks and valleys work. <laughs> but um, we stopped to get drinks at the little drink stand, and all they had was a bunch of Aritas and like Bud Light Limes, and then like a bunch of other shitty beer. And I was like, "All right, you know what? I'm just gonna get one of these big ass strawberries." And these were like. 32 ounce strawberries. Cool. How's your diet? Sorry. I, I was going to say diarrhea treating you, which actually <laughs> that point still does stand. How's your diabetes treating you? <laughs> oh, it gets worse. I had a second one. Oh, <laughs> so I sweet. had 64 ounces, a full half gallon of strawberry. I threw up all of it and it was. So red and so gross, and I felt more ill than I ever have after drinking. I was it was actually, a very poor decision that I made. I was actually going to ask, like, if you felt like horribly sick or just like really powerful, <laughs> just like you just imbued with some otherworldly force, just <laughs> full of Rita's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The otherworldly force was my body trying to expel all of the strawberry. So an eight ounce strawberry, by the way, has twenty four grams of sugar in it. Oh yeah, which, all things considered, isn't bad. Like no, compared I mean, to your co- average Coca Cola Classic, that's actually not bad. Yeah, say so I think a Coke has like fifty five in a twelve ounce can. Twelve so ounce can. Yeah, so that's like what thirty something, thirty eight or something like that. So, you know, pretty good. But still, if you drink eight times eight, that is what. 100 and something some like 180 grams 24 times 8 yeah 192 yeah so yeah I had 190 hey I did a grams. math in my head that's Michael, good I did, I did a math I tried to it didn't work my brain I is heard, not working. I heard it <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the 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 wheels grinding and the hamsters oh. dying I'm curious how you forced yourself to drink this. Is it because it was it because the only thing that's all it was available? Which is it was hot as balls. Oh, it was very warm because we were out. We were out. It was an outdoor concert. It was in the middle of summer, and it was it was it was so refreshing at the time. I assume like the first like did you have to drink it in six seconds before it got warm? Because I can't imagine a lukewarm strawberry on a 90 degree day being anything near appetizing you know you're asking all the right questions and i wish that i had answers for you but like i said i drank half a gallon of strawberry i barely remember the fact that the bare naked ladies were in peak bare naked ladies form in 2014 so Uh, that's fair because i mean again you were probably so blinded by their brilliance their brilliant songs that I think they wrote all of them in 2014. That was yes. their their the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. Uh, I have to imagine that drinking strawberries warm in a 20 ounce can, 24 ounce, what, however many 32 cans, 32 ounce cans, 32 ounce can, 
when it's 90 degrees out is a lot like spooning hot strawberry jam into your mouth and just smear it over your dumb face. <laughs> and also, oops, there's malt liquor in it. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, and I don't know what made me sicker, the strawberryness of The it, hot jam you or, shoved into your mouth. Or the malt liquor. <sighs> well, actually, well... Hmm. No, I was going to say there's only one way to test. Just do it when you're cold, but yeah, pro- that's not really a test. Oh, oh, you just made me think of. So I was like, well, if I do it when I'm cold, does that mean I have to drink the warm strawberry to like yeah. eat it up like a like a like a warm strawberry cider? Yeah, kind of like glue wine. Yeah, just, <laughs> just it, made it, me, it made me want to throw up again. Put it in a pan on your stove. Just really burn that sugar down to its essence. Oh, and then just chug that bad boy. Have you seen that Natty Light came out with a Four Loco competitor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. The, I have not bought one yet. The Natty Rush. You know, Michael, you were here and we didn't buy nine of those. We didn't. I think we failed ourselves. <laughs> I think I failed you. I know we failed our listeners. Hmm. Right, so, speaking of drinking, um, you and I are no stranger to drinking games. We've invented a couple. We've invented lots. Um, I I like to play a, a one that is a, a single person drinking game called the Ace of Spades, where you take a deck of cards and you pull one out and you put it on your head and you say, Ace no, of no, no, Spades. No. That's not how Ace of Spades. No, oh, no, so Michael, sorry. You're, you're conflating two games that we <laughs> that we invented together. So you just pull um, out the card, you say Ace of Spades, and if it is the Ace of Spades, you win. And if it's not the Ace of Spades, you drink. You just take the whole deck and throw one card down at a time, and if mm-hmm. everyone has to drink. And you say, um, Ace of Spades. Yeah. So, Michael, I ran into a problem with that game and the other one we created, which was Aw, oh, Fuck Me, mm, which yes, is what you, one yep. the one you just uh, sort of conflated, where you just put <laughs> one card on your head and you have to guess what it is, and however, however many numbers you're off by, that's your base number. And then if you're off by color... You drink it, you double it. Yeah. And if you're off by like the suit within the color, you double that again. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so and then you just yell off, fuck me when you drink. Mm-hmm. So I've learned. And then if you get it right, though, everyone calls calls you a witch or a warlock. Yes. Because you are one. Yes. Clearly. But I've learned, Michael, that as I enter my 30s um, and drink with my friends, it's more of a casual sort of gathering. And mm-hmm. no one is mm-hmm. just looking to say, at a crawfish boil at their parents' house to just get massively obliterated by throwing cards around and yelling, oh, fuck me. <laughs> Which is a, a dramatic departure from my 20s. Yes. Um, but I have this knowledge locked away in my head and these drinking games that don't really apply to my current life, which is a shame. I mean, the best drinking games are drinking games that you make when you're doing another activity. Right, so there's like the 24 drinking game. You can make, you know, a drinking game out of bowling or whatever. It's social. Well, our our good friends from from Iceland. Oh yeah, my best friends. Yes, they created a game called the Beer Tolt. I assume that's how you say t- say it with the with the umlaut over the O. Uh, so T O with the umlaut L T. Uh, I'm sure one of our listeners. Uh. Maybe a European listener uh, might know how to pronounce this word. So get at us. Be a tolt. Be a tolt. Uh, where they they ride a horse. 
I mean, I, in Iceland, they do it on an Icelandic horse. Uh, this this video is from like Vermont, so it's, it's Vermont horse. I don't know. Yeah, Vermont anyway, horse, pretty standard so stuff. So there is a very specific gait of horse called the tolt, um, which is somewhere which is pretty much like a high step. Okay, it's kind of like a dressage type type high stepping, but and they have to it? hold a pint, a stein of beer, while this happens, and. They have to not spill any. And the person who spills the least is the winner because they get to drink the most. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's, I get it. So, yeah, the way, so dressage, this is, so I'm I'm looking at a lot of, looking at a lot of horse videos right now, my dude. And I will say that this is not, it's, it's less of a dressage gate and more of just a finely tuned horse machine that just, <laughs> has full body control like dressage is like really tiny close to the body steps like or close to the ground these guys are just like they're just bending their feet in a weird way that they've been trained and like the guy in their back of the or the person on the back of the horse like barely moves whatsoever it's kind of impressive and like i don't know is it is it more the skill of the rider or is it or is it the horse i think it's a i mean michael when when you're on that big beautiful back you you become one with the horse. The rider and horse are one. They're it's they're they're it's like a Jaeger pilot. They're in the drift together. <laughs> the horse the horse and the person are in the drift together. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You have so that to mean be. you get to see all of the horse memories? I think so. But I mean like you have to be fully compatible with the mm. horse. That explains why I've never really enjoyed horse riding. Right. I mean again, I think I talked about the one time I rode a horse at Disney and <laughs> The horse and I were not in the drift. Uh, we were not even compatible. I kept kicking him in the ribs. He didn't do anything. Although maybe if I had a beer in my hand, I gave him some, which okay. would we would hurt my final score huh. to be sure. Yes, but we'd be better friends. Which is I don't important. know if I'd want to ride a drunk horse. I don't want to ride a drunk horse, but maybe a little like light buzz. <laughs> Here's a question: Is it drunk driving? It- that's if what I was going to ask. If your ask. car is drunk? Yeah. <laughs> if your car is drunk, are you drunk driving? It's like, no, nah, he's just on high octane shit. That's <laughs> not my problem. It's like you, you're kind of swerving around on your horse. Are you drunk? No, no I am not, officer. I am actually I, not. 100% sober. I actually, I just put low octane fuel in a high octane machine. Mm-hmm. So he just, he just doesn't know what's up. As the horse throws up all over the cop. I mean, to be fair, that's just what happens when your emissions are bad. <laughs> you used impure fuel. You're going to you shit all get, over the place. You didn't get uh, complete combustion on that yeah. bad boy. This Chlor- is a legal question that I'm, is going to linger. We have to have uh, our law ex- one of our law experts friends yeah, on, on for this. What if horse drunk? Mm. What mm-hmm. if horse high? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm curious. I will say, so apparently, Michael, I'm reading this article you sent me. Some of these dudes can get up to 30 miles an hour riding a horse and not spill a drop of beer. Yeah, that's impressive. I don't know if I could go 30 miles an hour on a horse without spilling a drop of, like, myself. I would die. I would fly off. See, this Probably is my problem in a panic. With, so this is my problem with, with riding horses. <laughs> go on. I need to hear all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I... I like going fast when I'm in a vehicle, right? right? So it's like if I'm if I'm like riding a go-kart or a four-wheeler or whatever. I just like if I go on a roller coaster, I want it to be fast. And the problem is 
the horse is really boring when it's slow. Mm-hmm. And it's objectively terrifying when it's faster Moving. than slow at right. all. Right. And so it's either there's no in between. You're like, you're either terrified and it could kill you or it's like the most boring thing in the fucking world. Well, so I think we've talked about my body control when I'm like, I don't like I can't skateboard. I can't roller skate. If my feet are not touching the ground, I am just I think I'm a pretty coordinated person, pretty athletic. When I'm not in contact with this good earth, (laughs) you're close to the ground. Very athletic. Yes. Well, no, when I'm in contact with the ground. Okay. Very athletic. I, I'm coordinated. I can handle my shit. As soon as you put wheels between me and God's good earth, that sweet earth, I am a fucking wreck and I'm in constant fear of falling over and hurting my head very badly. In a go-kart, I'm close to that ground. I'm not going to, I'm like, maybe I might tumble a little bit, but I'm not going to be snapping necks, you yeah. know? Yeah. You put me on a beast riding 30 miles an hour, I'm... Only in fear that, one, that horse is going to stop as fast as it possibly can and throw me a million miles in, into the air. Like uh, like, like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to stop immediately, and you're going to fly forever. I mean, if I have... I know... I, I, I have no doubt that that horse can stop on a dime. Oh, for sure. Ph- physics says, and horses don't come equipped with seatbelts and crash ratings, I die. If that horse stops when it doesn't want me on it anymore. And I think the horse knows that. Horse know I die. <laughs> Just the idea of riding a horse is fucking bonkers to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, hey, this animal looks like it wants me on its back. Like, now, we don't Michael, do that to any other animals. Now, make that a drinking game. Also, we do do that to a couple animals. But they all look like horses. Like bigger, grayer. Yeah, like you don't jump on a, like a grizzly bear's back and be like, ride, like take me to places. You're like, oh, this horse, but, and then you're like, oh, that donkey kind of looks Michael, like a horse, like a small Michael, horse. Though, we, Michael, we just talked about how we made a fucking bear <laughs> dance and give like yeah, a we're referee not a soccer ball. him. But how how close are we? Are you kidding me? The next step is riding that fucking bear. You fucking know it. No way, man. We've been I, we've been around bears for a long time, and no one has lived to tell the tale about riding a bear. It's not going to happen. Yet, Michael. Come on. You, you think uh, 30 more years of letting them eat our fucking trash nonstop, mm. some, like, eight-year-old's not going to climb on a floor to, like, black bear, and that thing is basically just a big dog who wants honey, and there's like, yeah, okay, I'm down. You... Yeah, put honey on a like a fishing pole in front of my face. I'll just go that way. Michael, how long do you think it took for humans to ride a horse? Like the first guy to be like, I'm going to get on that thing. Well, and then for the next person to be like, I'm going to get on that thing and hold a beer. <laughs> like, what was the evolution to get to the beer? You're like, how long did how it long? take? Yeah. Um, Considering how long it takes for us to add alcohol to literally everything else, I'm going to say, like, the second person. The first They saw the first guy, and he's like, well, look what I did. And you're like, oh, look what I did with a beer. Okay, so, Michael, real quick question. Mm-hmm. When do you think... Actually, no, hold on. Um, okay, so I'm seeing that we might have domesticated horses... In the Eurasian steppes around 3500 BCE. Okay. We invented beer 
about 1900 BCE. I can only assume that they invented beer for the sole purpose of drinking it while riding on the horses. I think that's probably true because they're like they've had it for they've had horses just doing their thing for so long. Wasn't beer created by actually Michael? Never mind. I I trusted Google. Whoopsie (laughs) doopsie. The ancient Egyptians first documented brewing beer on papyrus scrolls around 5000 BC. So we had beer for so long. 1100 years and then we domesticated horses someone was like hey you know what i'm gonna do hold my beer i'm gonna get on this horse wait a second don't hold my beer i'm gonna get on this horse i do i do like the idea that someone said hold my beer and watch this to die but they kept a hold of their beer and didn't die riding a horse for the first time so this video of the beer tolt. Yes. <laughs> it has 4,700 views, which is not that many. Not a lot. But that's one in Vermont, right? It has Yeah, it has 10 upvotes and one thumbs down. Like, what, what kind, kind of, of joyless fuck? Right? You're like, oh, I'm watching people ride horses while holding a beer, and that makes me, like, thumbs down. Yeah, what 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 were you How? expecting? Um god, okay. Sorry, I just found a video called Super Tolt on an Icelandic horse and this horse gets going probably 25-30 miles an hour in a 30-second video. The guy in the back does not move <laughs> at all. And apparently, uh quote from a veterinarian I cannot believe the ignorance of the comments. The tolt is perfectly safe for horses and is used in long distance riding because it tires the legs less. It is an inherited trait that many wild horses seem to have and selected for evolution. So the nice thing about it is that the horses are very happy moving these stupid idiot people around drinking all the beer, all the you beer know, they want. They always say that. They're always like, oh, well, the horse wants to be ridden. It wants to do these things. But then again, it's like they were wild, though. Did right. they they didn't ride each other. So they only want to because we've bred it into them. And right? trained them very much for it. Yeah. Yeah. But now they want it. Now they they like it. They need it. I don't know much about horses, so <laughs> I don't know anything about horses. <laughs> All I know about horses is they're good, strong, beautiful backs and they're big flowing manes. Which by the way, the horse in that first video showing showing the gates that thing Icelandic horses Icelandic horses have the most majestic manes you can imagine. Like it's just straight party mullets. They're really impressive. So there's a football player. I can't remember who he is. He plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he is terrified of horses. I mean, and I get it. The Kansas City Chiefs have, like, they have somebody ride out on a horse, sure, as part of their like pregame thing. And there's videos right. of him Be- like because racism, yeah, literally like running away from this horse. And I get it. They're terrifying up close. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm the teeth, maybe the one time I met a horse or like recently saw a horse that like I went to a uh, a horse. I met a horse just on the street. We were good buds. Um, I I think I went to like a dinner at like a or like a local like kind of farm in Gainesville. 
and uh like they just had a whole bunch of like wild animals roaming the place and like there's a horse and a staple and they're kind of fucking terrible like they're huge they're you don't huge. really think about how goddamn big horses are yes. until you're right in fucking in front of them <laughs> and they're like just pure muscle mm-hmm. real beefy boys it's very very muscly beefy boys <laughs> All right, Michael, I think we've talked about horses. Have we? <laughs> I mean, probably not. I could talk about horses all night. You know that. Um, Fell on a rabbit hole of horse videos, though. I have watched a whole ton of horses. Mostly just trotting and tolting around. What else you got for me, Kush? Michael, have you seen... Are you familiar with the show Lost in Space? Like the old 60s? Uh, I'm not familiar with the show. I mean, I know it existed, but I never saw it. But I do remember the good Matt LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc movie. The very good, I think, critically acclaimed. I think peak of Matt LeBlanc's career around 2014. Yeah, the the peak of Matt LeBlanc's career. Uh, I think it set box office records that have just recently been broken. I, well, I mean, in the, in the last four years, because I think Matt LeBlanc peaked in 2014. Yes, everyone was, everyone peaked in 2014. That was the, the top of his career. Yeah. Um, well, Michael, you you may remember, or well, you might not. I'm sure you've seen the, the Danger Will Robinson. I'm a big, stupid tin can walking around. Yeah, it was like this weird kind of like a sorry board with like weird uh dryer vent arms. Yeah, two slinkies for arms yeah. and like a bobble head. Yeah. It's just just a big stupid idiot. It was a very stupid idiot. It was basically the robot that would come and steal pills from old people <laughs> on that SNL sketch with Sam Waterston. <laughs> yep. Yep. Some big dumb asshole of a robot. Um Michael, have you seen the so Netflix recently rebooted Lost in Space? I heard about that. You've heard about it. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen, seen it yet, no. Okay, well, it's pretty good. I've seen the first probably four or five episodes so far. Um, but the robot, a little different. You know, they upgraded it for modern times. All right. Um, Is it like an a, AI robot? I mean, yeah, it's got a... It's it's very smart. It doesn't speak so well. It does say Danger Will Robinson at least once. Mm. Um uh, but yeah, it's got like this big shiny dome head that has like lights shining through it. It looks pretty dope. Um, it's got it's got four arms when it's when it's mad. Um, Wait, it has four arms when it's mad? When it's mad? <laughs> How does it get more uh, arms? I don't know. It's just it's a robot, man. They come out. Where do they, but why not just use them all the time? Well, they come out when he's angry. Okay. For problems. So um, like the Incredible Hulk of robots. All right. Kind of. But um, they did make also one pretty critically important update, Michael. And uh, again, like the, the original robot was pretty pretty fat and stupid and slow and just the dumbest thing in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Uh, would you care to guess the big, very important change that uh, Twitter specifically and probably Tumblr? I'm going to guess Tumblr. I haven't checked because I'm a, I'm a feared. <laughs> um, would you care to guess the change that they made to the, the good robot? <laughs> Does it have a dick? <laughs> it does not have a dick, but you are on the right track. You are getting you are getting warmer and warmer. You are almost hot as Satan's ooh, asshole ooh. right now. Uh, uh, is it, does he look like a like a sexy boy? Oh, he looks like a real sexy boy. They didn't give him a dick, but Michael, they gave him an ass. Let me tell you that. Does much. he look? Is it like an android? Does it look like a person? No, it looks like a big old boy made of blades. But um, again, though, he does have that ass and big old beefy arms. Okay, I'm looking at this robot now. 
And yeah, I get it. I'd fuck that robot. Wow. Uh, well, I, Michael, I'm just hey. Th- <laughs> this is pure pure commentary for me. You're you're a very good friend. Um, that robot fucks you, my dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, he looks like but, a very loving, caring partner. I'm assuming. I don't know if it's a he. I, it, I don't know why I'm gendering the robot. Yeah, it. It. I did say he too, but it. Um, it or they, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter has noticed how how hot this robot is, and uh, Netflix noticed people on Twitter noticing how hot this robot is. And um, <laughs> did this, is this like a like a joke, or do people actually think the robot is hot? Michael, because it just looks a li- like a robot. We've talked a little bit on this show about like what to do when fetishes come for you. <laughs> a good point. How you and I like don't know when or where that day is going to come, but yeah. like we're desperately afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing a lot of that playing out on Twitter. Mm. I think people are just so Netflix made a video today with just the the quote "Y'all need Jesus" on a video that just shows just like a lot of people thirsting for this robot boy, <laughs> and and this is the I think the biggest thing for me for this is like it continues this trend for Netflix and also like Spotify for like really dunking on its own users for like <laughs> being themselves, which is like good and bad, like it's funny to me, but it's also like, hey, Netflix, I pay you ten dollars a month for you to not judge me by my viewing habits. <laughs> I mean. I get it, but you also want them to like make recommendations and you want them to be good. That's fair. Right? So, yeah. I mean, so you're saying like people are also liking. Well, now, now, actually, now that I'm thinking about that, people who watch Lost in Space also watch this. Now I got to worry about what sort of kink shaming bullshit is being played into this algorithm. <laughs> it's like now, now I'm questioning everything that Netflix is going to, uh, you know, put in my in my queue mm-hmm. it's like you might also people who like lost in space people who like this also like people who like this robot i am i'm curious what because the algorithm is smart the algorithm knows a lot of things at this point they probably have it down to like if you find this robot hot you might also enjoy iron giant <laughs> what other robots do they think is hot what what other robots does the algorithm know is hot is what i'm curious about vision from the avengers obviously hottest hottest robot boy um i don't know anything about vision i don't remember what right. he looked like i just remember he was like red he's a big purple boy the purple with okay the big old okay he's, he's, he's red boy. He's purple i got my rune boy <laughs> all right so i'm watching this video yeah, mm-hmm. and um, they um, there's a lot of tweets from people. Yeah, Thurston, like really thirsting, like for real though, like not even in a joking way. It's and oh man, okay. So the end of the video, they get sexy. Mm-hmm. Netflix gets real sexy. They lean into it, which and is now I get nice. it. After a whole it. video of them 
making fun of these people. <laughs> when it stares right into your soul with its fish tank, fishbowl mm-hmm. face. You it's, know? it's fish tank face with the Windows 95 screensaver on it. <laughs> I mean, it just looks like a like an Android, like a skinless Android rope. Oh, God, that's kind of disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's a bad look. Ooh, okay. Michael, have you read Hyperion? I haven't. Okay. It's in my queue. Well, there's a character in that who is some sort of primordial being from the far distant future uh, called the Shrike, who's basically just a man made of knives. And that's what this thing looks like. <laughs> is that made of it, knives and kills is that's what That's what's sexy now? That's what's that's what hey Michael, don't you dare kink shame that. That's what people like. If I knew how to make memes, I would make one that said uh, This is the ideal male body. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or uh or um you versus the guy she told you not to worry about with the two robots. <laughs> um Well, Michael now that we're done with robots, I want to bring you back into the real world with uh, a quick shower thought before we close out the show. Mm. This one comes from uh, Action Jackson at D on Twitter. <laughs> you know him. Mm-hmm. Quote, I don't tweet very much anymore, but I just had a thought. Is anyone born, quote, a Karen? Or do you morph into that persona the first time you need to speak with a manager at a restaurant? <laughs> Hashtag shower thought. Get your bland ass potato salad out of here, Karen. Karen. Oh that, man, it must suck to have your name be Karen, or like, or like Chad. Like, what if you're, what if you're a good Chad? I've never met one, but like, what if I you were? I have a friend who is a very good Chad. Is he though? He's the best Chad. I mean, that's not a tall mountain to climb. <laughs> no, this Chad is like one of my favorite people in Chicago. All right. He's a very enjoyable Chad. Well, great. Hey, Chad. Well, he sounds lovely, but what about Karen, though? Yeah, Karen is, like, bad. Like, it's, I feel bad for Karen because, I, you know, she tries her hardest. But does she's she just, Well, she tries, she thinks she does. I, I've actually only ever really known one Karen, and she was not, like, the typical, like, Karen persona, mm. but she was difficult in her own right, in like a lovely way. But it's also just like if she didn't like you, you knew about it. <laughs> yeah, how do you become Karen? a Karen? I think it takes dedication and hard work, and probably like someone did something to you. You got to get like the Karen starter kit, right? You know, the Bob haircut, the mom jeans, the can I speak to the manager face. I think you just need to like embody the entirety of stuff white people like dot com. <laughs> Have you ever been like, I need to speak to the manager at a restaurant or anywhere? No, I think the closest I really have ever come was this weekend when we went to Wingstop and like waited there for an hour and a half. And then you realize that there probably was no manager because if no, there they- was, we would have gotten wings. Um, I did just find a Reddit thread, uh, from subreddit out of the loop, uh, title of the thread. What is this fuck you Karen thing? 
<laughs> my name is Karen, and I'm really confused at the amount of people telling me to go fuck myself. I understood the Switch memes, etc. But I'm having a bunch of people in my class blow up my phone every hour with fuck you, Karen. My brother says it's a Reddit thing, so maybe you can help me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Karen. You just have to change your name. I'm sorry, you have to go by a middle name or something. At that point, I think it's like when like you get a new phone number and you just start getting like a ton of like text not like text messages and mm-hmm. calls for like the pe- person who owned the phone before or the number before. Sorry, that's just on you now. Yeah. So I'm learning that apparently there's an account on Reddit just called "fuck you Karen" and he only posts about his ex-wife Karen. It's <laughs> the user is fuck underscore you underscore Karen, and there's even a subreddit "fuck you Karen" dedicated to it. How many people are in this subreddit? Let me see. Um, yeah, so apparently about 2,700 people are subscribed wow. to the Fuck You Karen subreddit. Um, which, again, this seems like one of those like kind of standard internet things. Like, again, Dad Boner on Twitter who just created this persona of a like drunken dum-dum in Detroit uh, with this terrible life. Uh, just telling st- <laughs> stupid fake stories on the internet and people just... Evolve those memes into real life things and tell people named Karen to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> there are multiple like blogs and Twitter accounts or whatever just related to fuck you, Karen. Yeah, which again kind of sucks because it it from what I'm looking at now, it seems like it's not just like a fake sort of like Carl Wellesley and dad boner sort of thing. It is just a guy who's like held a grudge against his ex for way too long, which mm. are like my least favorite sort of dudes on the whole fucking planet. So fuck that guy, I guess. But <laughs> still, though, so can one, can one become a Karen? I found this Imger uh, gallery that I don't know what TV show or movie this is from, but it's just like, Madam President, how long do you have to live? And the woman, the woman looks at her and says, "I don't know how long do you have to live, Karen." <laughs> <laughs> I think the Karen, the Karen meme is definitely like broader than than just this shit, but like definitely broader than the "fuck you, Karen" stuff. But man, what even is a Karen? I'm sure oh, Urban Dictionary can tell you. That's what I'm going exactly right to the what source. Karen is. So the first six, seven definitions for Karen are like the most perfect, beautiful woman on the, on the planet. I need to go a little deeper. One second. Um, <laughs> All the Karens in the world are uniting to just like take it back. Yeah. Like stuff the ballot box with good Karen stuff. Um, yeah. Well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Treads in Low Places. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, everyone, if you liked our... Uh, 69th episode nice nice um well you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com we'll post a blog post this week uh, including some uh some images and videos of mostly horses probably since we went all the nice horses deep down a horse hole just dug ourselves right right into into the sweet horse hole hole. um so yeah if you like this show you can check out more information just when we thought there was an end to the horse hole it just kept going deeper it's just deeper and and wider oh really yeah got right up in that order. Um, yeah, you can also find out more information about our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good friend Curtis talk about every single episode of the hit show 24. And honestly, even if you... All at once. We just... Bleh. Even if you've never seen that show or you're not caught up on it, 
you don't have to worry because if you like this show, which again, I, I don't know why, but you will almost certainly like that one. We basically just make fun of that early 2000s horrible, horrible show. But, uh, but we love it and we play a drinking game along to it and uh, you can too. And uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yes, you can find us um, on all of your favorite podcast apps uh, and podcatchers and all those good things. Um, I'm assuming you might know that since you are listening now, unless you saw one of our our, uh, Facebook posts or Twitter posts or Instagram posts, in which case, um, please go to the podcast site, subscribe, give us a review, give us a rating. And also, please forward on and share that wonderful post that you saw that brought you here. Um, And, uh, you know, tell your friends about us, because that's basically how we grow, is uh, by you fine people telling other fine people um, that we deserve a little love. So we appreciate everyone who's been doing that, and we appreciate all you guys. Yeah. And uh, if you want to show us some love or have us read a message to a fellow listener or just send us a story, anything you want... You can also reach us via email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get. We love to hear from our fans, uh, and we would love to hear from you. So feel free to shoot us an email, and I think we have a closing shower thought. Yeah, we see. We we do have a a listener shower thought. um, Submitted through the email, if I recall correctly. Submitted through the email. Um, It's a good one. Also a bad one. A pretty nice one. But a bad one. Very <laughs> apropos for, for our good friend and listener. Michael laid on me. Bukaki is technically a baby shower. <sighs> God, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank the, you, Dave. Thank these you are our listeners. Who- these are our listeners and our, our dear friends. Uh, Dave, thank you for that shower thought, and thank you for listening. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you tonight. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. Bye.